0: Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition, and never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard in this podcast. Thank you so much, and without further ado, let's get started. Hey, everybody! Welcome to a new
1: episode of the Youth Series from Mindful, Beautiful, and Driving. It's Anya here with my friend Malvika, and today we are going to discuss something many people, including us, have struggled a bit with, biculturalism.
2: Biculturalism is the coexistence of two originally distinct cultures which often makes it even more confusing for first and second generation immigrant youth to figure out our identities and where we belong. Depending upon the racial demographic surrounding us, we can even feel pressured to quote unquote choose one culture over the other. Almost all of my friends and classmates are from families of different cultures and sometimes it feels good to have people to relate with. But when we feel like we're in a tug-of-war battle between two cultures, it becomes important to find a balance between the two. The world around us isn't as black and white as we'd like it to be. Many times we like to categorize things so they at least seem to make sense to us, even wrongly so. People who raise their hands in class are teachers' pets, blonde girls are dumb, Asians are smart, rich people are snobs, and so on. Stereotypes, as much as they suck sometimes, make the world easier for us to understand. But when it comes to our identity, in our struggle to classify ourselves one way or the other, we lose sight of the middle identity that exists between different cultures.
1: Of course, there is no need for any of us to be fully defined by one label. We're all so different in our family backgrounds, our interests, our attitudes toward our culture, our upbringing, and the million other aspects of our identities. You don't need to fit in or change it according to what you think a certain identity should look like.
2: To add on, identity is a spectrum, even when it comes to something seemingly straightforward like ethnicity and culture. Even if you have the same ethnic background as many of your friends, one part of your culture could influence you differently than it influences them something that's helped me is to explore parts of both the cultures that I'm growing up around when i was younger my parents signed me up for indian classical dance and music which exposed me to some beautiful parts of india's arts culture that i have really grown to appreciate when i was in middle school i admired the girls at my school who learned ballet and hip hop and it irked me that people saw those girls as real dancers and athletes while my dance experience was counted just as a hobby. I begged my parents to send me to Dance Academy USA. They gave in and I studied ballet, jazz, and hip-hop there for about two-ish years. As a beginner, I romanticized Western dance so much that I absolutely loved my first few months at DAU. And the longer I stayed there, the more I realized that I liked Bharatanatyam a lot better. My school was majority Asian, but they were well integrated with American culture in a way where I felt quote unquote too Indian when I told people that I'm a Bharatanatyam dancer. I reached my current high school in 2018 and guess what? It has three massively popular Indian dance teams that perform at shows around the Bay Area and at school rallies multiple times a year. So while the racial demographic around me might constantly change, the only approval I truly need is my own. It isn't necessary for me to change my likes and dislikes and my entire personality just because certain cultures are more socially embraced.
1: That's so true, Malvika. I think it's also important to have diverse friendships. It helps you to better understand others' attitudes towards their cultures, learn about their diverse experiences, and put your identity struggle in perspective. Though there will be differences here and there between how we each perceive our ethnic backgrounds, we can always use others' experiences as a framework to develop our own views. It can also teach us to accept people for who they are and prevent ourselves from racial stereotyping when we open ourselves to diverse groups of friends. If we're willing to get to know people of all backgrounds, our worldview can be much wider and even richer.
2: As a second-generation Indian-American, I've tried in a lot of ways to find that middle ground between both cultures, from watching diverse movies, to appreciating both cuisines, to owning both kinds of clothes, to celebrating both Indian and American holidays. But we want to conclude by saying that your identity belongs to you. It is pretty confusing to come to terms with when you're surrounded by multiple cultures that each seem to want to pull you to their side. Maybe your parents want you to be closer to your roots, and maybe it's easier to fit in at school when you align yourself with American culture as closely as possible. That's a messy and a very valid struggle. But like I said before, no one's opinion matters here as much as your own does.
1: We're encouraging you to explore these different parts of your cultural background because that's how you figure out which of those things you enjoy and feel most comfortable with. Like Malvika grew to appreciate birth natium. If you accept yourself, you will always feel like you belong. If you find your places on the spectrum and validate whichever places that may be, you'll feel absolutely content just being yourself.
0: You are listening to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, a podcast series by Tharaka Foundation. As part of our youth series, we will be releasing new episodes every weekend, so make sure to continue to check those out. We hope you enjoyed this podcast, and thank you so much for listening.